Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another Sunday episode of the 1871 podcast. And today we're looking back at the 1985-1986 record-breaking Royals season. But before we make a start with that, a heads up for you that on tomorrow's episode, we'll be taking a look back on yesterday's Legends game. So that's available from 6.30pm tomorrow. Um, and, and Johnny, we're talking about the 1985-86 season. We're going to be focusing on the record-breaking start to the season, 13 games. And that was really my my first season as, as a Reading fan. My dad was a director there. Yeah. Two years before, there was the um, uh, proposal for a merger with Oxford United. So, you know, what a, what a great way to come out of that and then two years later have that amazing start to the season. What, what do you kind of remember about that record-breaking start to the season? So I know yourself, I, I wasn't living near, so I was at school, so I, I couldn't get to see the games, but obviously I followed, you know, as you could in those days on the old news and sports programmes. And I just remember that start. And it's again, it's like, oh, little old Reading again, national coverage. Um, but like every, I mean, like you were spoiled for your first season to see that as a start. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> yeah. And I have been, I've been to watch Reading games b- before then, but that's when I really became a, yeah. a proper fan and, um, that was uh, inspired by my, my dad, Brian Roach, being a, a director there yeah. as a result of, um, you know, helping uh, Roger Smee to um, fight off the proposed merger from Robert yeah. Maxwell two years previous. But um, we're going to go through the, the record-breaking start to the season and then we'll talk about the, the season as a whole as well. So... Um, let, let's start with kind of an introduction to that season. So Ian Bramford was the manager. Um, it was the third division, which is League One now. So the equivalent of, of League One back in those days. And uh, it was the Cannon League, wasn't it? At that yes. Time. Remember that? Well, Cannon, geez. The Milk Cup, the Cannon League. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and it had, uh, and Reading had that, that classic kit, didn't they? It had a, had a variation on the um, uh, wasn't the the blue and white hoops. It was the. Do, do you remember? It had courage, courage with a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. This bit like the similar cut one, wasn't it? Slightly. Yeah, and it had the blue. The it had sort of blue panels, if you like, on either yeah. side, and a white stripe down the middle, and then kind of the navy blue shorts, navy blue socks. And I I really like that kit, but it might be that's one of my favourite kits because. I just remember that being my first season, being a proper fan, really. Yeah. And short shorts. <laughs> they were a bit tight. They were a bit tight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was actually my, I think that was probably my first replica shirt. Although my my first Reading replica shirt might have been the away, um, the yellow away shirt. I can't remember. 
but I think I think it was the blue one, the home one, but yeah. I can't actually remember. It's quite a long time ago. So you still got it. Um probably somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Sit on it, it'd be worth a fortune. Well, <laughs> it's not not quite up to the standards of the um Maradona shirt, is it? That's the <laughs> no, not quite. Old, but, just do noughts off. Now if I find it, I'll I'll just keep hold of it, I think. Yeah. So let you know. Let's go through the squad, and that might sound like it's going to take a while, but it won't because the squad sizes back in those days were very, very small. Certainly by comparison to the, these days, and a couple of the players that we've we've had on talked about that, didn't they? Trevor Seed yeah. about it. So um, see if you if you can remember most or even all of these. So goalkeeper Gary Westwood. Um, he he played. Um, pretty much every game, although I'll come to that. And I've got an interesting question a bit later on about um, when he didn't play, who played in the other game, because he's listed in the squad as Reading's only goalkeeper. Um, and I, I think he was a bit underrated, wasn't he? He was a really good keeper, but people don't think of him as as a great keeper. But No, and that's it. When we talked about the greatest goalkeeper, he flew under the radar, but that season, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's a hell of a record to have, isn't it? That yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, not too many years before that was that famous season with Steve Death, uh, more than a thousand minutes without conceding. Um, and at least one or two, I think about three of the players that played in that defence played in this defence in the 85 yeah. 86 season. So that was Gary Westwood in goal. Um, the defenders were as follows. See if you remember all of these. Steve Wood, of course, yeah. you're going to remember him. Nigel Stevenson, he was the only Welsh player in the squad. Do you remember him? Doesn't jump out again because I, you know, I said I wasn't watching the games, so you know the names. You know, it's a very yeah. different era for me. I do, I do kind of remember him. The next player, I certainly do remember. Yeah. One of my favourite all-time Reading players, Steve Richardson, fullback, uh, great player. And you know, when when we were talking about fullbacks. Um, in terms of my favourite players for, for yeah. him, then he, you know, he's in contention. I think um, didn't he win the Player of the Season award a couple of times? Same as yeah. Steve, yeah. very un- underrated, wasn't he? Again, well, he he was quick. He was a good defender. Um, yeah, great, great fullback. Um, and then, how many of these players do you remember? Mm-hmm. Brian Roberts, Gary Peters, Martin Hicks. You remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Glenn yeah. Burville. Do you remember Glenn Burville? Not again. It, it doesn't jump up. Say Gary Peters. Gary Peters is one of those players that uh, played. So you know, two different eras, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Very under underrated, but very consistent. Um, and Martin Hicks probably. That's just the Martin Hicks. Isn't it? At least two eras of Reading, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Really. Yeah. Um, went on to make six hundred and three appearances. Um, so that was a defence, um, and also. Uh, Colin Bailey as well. He came in. Um, I think he came in. Uh, Laurie Sanchez left, and they brought in Colin Bailey, not as a yeah. replacement for Laurie Sanchez, but um, I liked him. Good player, Colin Bailey. Yeah, and, um, good career. And then the mid midfield. Um, well, you had uh, Mark White was originally. I think he was left back for Reading. Um, yeah. But I think he also played in midfield as, as well, didn't he? Yeah, as far as I remember. Um, I'm not, another... not 100% sure on that one. Don't, don't uh, quote us, folks. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and then 
you know, when we're talking about midfield, we're including wingers in that. And one again, one of my favourite Reading players was Jerry Williams. Mm. Um, great player, just really entertaining. One of those wingers, you know, not nowhere near as, as quick as Michael Jilks, but really skillful, could get round players, get crosses in. Um, and he was key to this record-breaking Royals side. Yeah. Really, really liked him as a player. And then um, the rest of the midfield, he had Andy Rogers, Sean Reck. I think he only played one game that season, yeah. so you might not remember him. Um, Andy Rogers, I liked as a player. Um, Nicky Plattner didn't play too many games, um, but I do remember him. Um, he went on to have a big career elsewhere, didn't he? Didn't he go to? Oh, I remember the name a lot from I think Leeds, uh, not Leeds, uh, Luton or someone else. Just Possibly. the name of that era, you know that. Yeah, obviously the the name's slightly unusual, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I do, yeah, I do sort of vaguely remember him, but obviously not one of the inverted commas main. Yeah. Players. Um, same with, with the following player, um, Dean Foster. Yeah. Um, didn't really, uh, didn't really get a look in. Um, and we signed, I think it was midway through the season. So it was after the record breaking start. We signed Terry Herlock. Certainly remember him. Uh, you, you can't forget Terry Herlock. Signed <laughs> from, I think he signed from Brentford. Um, and he was the record signing at the time for Reading. And I think it was £82,000. Jeez. So um, my memory is not too bad, considering yeah. so long ago. But Terry Herlock, he, he, what sort of other players would you compare him to? He was, he was a Wimbledon uh, it, sort of player, wasn't he? He was a crazy yeah. gang type of player. He was hard. He was a hard man in that year of proper hard man, wasn't he? You know, for yeah. the whole new, new way of football. Like in these days, he wouldn't have lasted five minutes on a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Leave your first tackle in, and that just leaves a mark on a player, wasn't it? And that's what it was the, the way that those players played, wasn't it? Yeah, brought in. It was brought into the strength on the side, and then the other two, uh, one a midfielder, one a winger. Uh, yeah. You had Stuart Bevan and uh, Michael Jilks. Obviously, we all know about Michael Jilks. He was part of the side as well that almost went up to the Premier League in the nineties. Um, and Stuart Bevan, you know, fantastic player yeah. and. Absolutely brilliant craft. He's he's getting a, a mention, of course, later on, and, and you'll know you'll know why that that'll be. Um but um yeah, Stuart Bevan, great, great player, and obviously two I think you'd call both of those legends, wouldn't you, Michael Jules? Yeah, well, you, you go you go through that squad and how many of those are legends? It's, 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 yeah. it's, I mean you actually look at the squad, isn't it? We talk about individuals, then you go, geez, and him. Oh, and him, <laughs> and him. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just adding up. I think I think the squad was only something like 21, 22 players, um, and you only had. I think that season, Reading only had three actual forwards. So, yeah. so you had, you know, wingers. But in terms of strikers, it was Trevor Senior, Kevin Bremner, and Dean Horrocks. Um, yeah. And I think Kevin Bremner. He might have started the season, but got injured in... Yeah, that's right. He was saying that, wasn't he? So then it was Trevor Senior and Dean Horrocks. And then Kevin Bremner came back in. Um, and uh, he was part of the, the record-breaking side. But um, Nigel Stevenson, um, Welsh. Kevin Bremner, Scottish. Everyone else, English. So yeah. things have changed since then, haven't they? Yeah, very much. Sadly. Um, so that, that, was the, that was a squad for the for the season obviously um Terry Hurlock joined 
later. But um, uh, <clears throat> we started our first game August 1985, was at home against Blackpool. Um, and it was a 1-0 win. Jerry Williams got the goal. I've got a feeling, I might be wrong, but I've got a feeling it might have been a header. Does that does that sound about right? I take your take your word for it. No, I don't know. I don't, I've just got I can't a quite find, I can't quite find the YouTube clip of that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, always great to win your first game of the season. Yeah, so no absolutely. one's no one's thinking about records at that point. No. Um, but then I think when we get to the second game, another one 0 win against Plymouth. Uh, that was away. Trevor Senior got the goal there. So two wins, um, two clean sheets, both 1-0. And obviously <laughs> later in um, in the season, played Plymouth again. And, and what a game that was, but we'll come <laughs> to that. Um, so two wins from the start of the season. I mean, even the 106 side didn't manage that. They lost the first <laughs> game. Um, but you, you know, you're just really... Again, you're not talking about records, but you're just really happy at making such a brilliant start to the season, aren't you? Two wins. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want, isn't it? Gives you that confidence to go, yeah. you know, to yeah, you can, and difficult, yeah. you know, difficult venue playing away at Plymouth at that time, home park and, it was. And there's a pattern emerging here. We go in, we're still in August, coming towards the end of August now, play Bristol Rovers at home. And we will talk about the cup games, but just focusing on the the first 13 games here at the moment. Um, so second home game, Bristol Rovers, we won 3-2. Um, Martin Hicks scored in that game, Dean Horrocks, and there was an own goal as well. So all of a sudden you're thinking, hold on, three games, three wins. It's going very yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you still, again, you're not getting carried away, are you? No, but yeah, I mean, it's good. You, know, you, win your, you win your first three games of the season. And that there's a pattern emerging here in that, OK, it wasn't a clean sheet, conceded the first two goals of the season for Reading, um, but all three by one goal. Yeah. For yeah. me, there were quite a few games in that record-breaking run. So the, uh, there was a few 2-1 wins in a row, and we'll come to that. But there, there were quite a lot of wins by one goal. Yeah. And that, to me, says a, a bit about the character of Reading's players and... And probably a lot of that came from the manager, Ian Bramford, as well. I mean, great manager in Reading's history. Yeah, and they could close out games, couldn't they? That was the secret. You know, that's probably yeah. what good teams do. You know, they yeah. might let in the goal, but they, you know, they they hold on when they're under pressure. Um, you know, and, and finish teams off. Yeah, and I, and we've mentioned this. Um, we talked about Trevor Senior, and, and Trevor Senior actually contacted us because we we said on one of the episodes, I think it was when we spoke to Kevin Bremner, we said. Um, I think I asked him um, that I'd got a memory of when Reading scored. Um, Ian Bramford said that someone should should go down to because uh, you're vulnerable when you score a goal. Um, Kevin Bremner, either he didn't remember it or he didn't want to admit it. Um, and he said, oh, no, I don't, don't really remember that. And then Trevor Senior got in touch. He listened to the episode. He said, yeah, that was true. And it was, it was normally... Um, well, we said Lin- Lyndon Jones, but I don't think we mentioned him. So, was Lyndon Jones there at, at the start of that season, or did he join later in the season? Or um, was it? Like, was he... I can't remember. It might have been the following season. Yeah, but, so I'm uh, thinking. I'm thinking it might be the following one. When, Bram- when Bramford was still there, obviously the following yeah. season. 
Um, but yeah, I do have a recollection of players going down, um, you know, kind of pretending to have a knock or whatever. And Trevor Cena said, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's those little things, a, a collection of lots of sort of tactical and, and little things that you can do in a game to, you know, manage the game and just give you that little bit of extra yeah. percent. It still um, happens now, doesn't it? You know, you're watching the Premier League, you watch, you know, the yeah. games and their teams slowing it down, teams, you know, taking time with injuries to, you know, it puts people's momentum off, doesn't it? And that's that's the key. Yeah. But I think also it's the balance, because if you think about, you know, players in midfield like Stuart Bevan, um, obviously you've got Martin Hicks and Steve Wood at the back. Um, you've got uh, Michael Jilks on the wing, Andy Rogers, Jerry Williams, and then up front, you know, Trevor Senior, you could rely on to score goals and mm. Kevin Bremner bashing people about. Dean Dean Horrocks, I think, in terms of um, uh, a quality player, I think out of the three of them, he he was the, the more cultured of the three, wasn't yeah. Dean Horrocks? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah. I think, again, like any any good team, you have a spine, don't you? Goalkeeper, central defence, central midfield forward. Yeah, and, and Gary and Westwood. And that was it. Yeah, Gary Westwood deserves a lot of credit I think he was underrated that that season and um not a not a huge amount of clean sheets but there were a, were a, a fair few in in that run and then um uh three more goals in the next game so the the fourth game um four games in August um right at the end of August played Cardiff City away uh 1-3-1 and Trevor Senior scored a hat-trick so mm-hmm. I think there's still footage of that one, isn't there? I remember seeing clips of that game around. There might be. Some, yeah. There might be. Four, four games and yeah. four goals for Trevor Senior. And that was kind of his Reading career in a nutshell, wasn't it? Just yeah. you could rely on him. And then two games in a row, we, we scored three goals. So um, two home games, two away games, four wins. Yeah. And then we're thinking, hold on a minute. You know, you do. I think if you win your first four games, you're starting to think we're looking good for promotion already, aren't you? As a fan, yeah, yeah, you'd be thinking you're up there. You've got it. You've got a yeah. chance, especially when you're going to places like Cardiff in those yeah. days <laughs> and getting a result. You know, that's 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 tough, tough venue to play. And you know, that's again, you know, that they've got the characters in the change room, didn't they? You know, you've had people want to talking about them. You know, and that's what they had as a team. Yeah, and and a way, obviously, to win all the away games they did in that run as, as well was um, impressive. And then after that, moving into September 1985, um, three 2-1 wins in a row. So it's Walsall at home and then two away games, Rotherham away, Brentford away. Won all three of those games, um, obviously. Um, they're all 2-1. So Trevor Senior scored against Walsall. Uh, there was another own goal in that game. So Trevor Senior, five Five games, five wins, five goals for Trevor Senior. Um, and then the following two games uh, away to Rotherham and Brentford, both 2-1 wins. So uh, Andy Rogers and Mark White scored against Rotherham. Uh, and then Gary Peters, he scored yeah. against Brentford. And uh, Rare is he? Trevor Senior again. So you, you just look at these games and Trevor Senior's name keeps coming up as it did throughout his time at Reading, really. Um, and, and, and play, you know, and, and the, the secret success as well. There's goals from other parts of the pitch, isn't there? Like, like Gary Peters scoring a goal 
yeah. gets you a win. You know, you're, you're not just relying on Trevor Cena, as brilliant he is. Yeah, Martin Hicks. People Martin Hicks. Yeah. got a few goals, didn't they, and scored in, in that run. Um, Steve Wood did as, as well. Um, so, so you had uh, three two-one wins in a row. So, what are we up to now? Let me count them up. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Um, and actually, four of those seven games were away, and you won all all seven. You're thinking at that point, um, Reading, I've got to even be title contenders. Do you think? Yeah. Hey, you did until we did that last season. Look <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah. Well, that, that's the same as last season, isn't yeah. it? With yeah. seven wins, wasn't it? Yeah. But, but you do start to think. I, I I can't honestly remember when the talk about breaking the record first started. Um, I think it was around about this sort of time, the sixth or the seventh yeah. game. And I think when it's sort of four, five, six games you know, it pops into your head, oh, I wonder what the record is. Yeah. But yeah. then when you when you win your, your first seven games, um, you start thinking, actually, there's only a few more games to go. Yeah. It, was, it was Spurs up until that point um, with 11 wins at the start of the season. I think in the 1960-61 uh, season, yeah. so the record had stood for a, a fair while, more than, more than 20 years. Um, so... Uh, Back at home, Swansea 2-0, Trevor Cena again, Dean Horrocks as well, two forwards, scored in that one. And then we go away, um, Doncaster Rovers, uh, and win 1-0, Mark White scored in that one, his second goal of the season. So, you know, you're you're now up to, what's that, nine wins. No. Yeah. And you're thinking you're within two games of equaling the record then. And yeah. another, you know, another two clean sheets, including another clean sheet away from from home. Okay, there weren't too many clean sheets, but you're winning games one nil, two one. I wonder if the players actually thought about that record when they were playing. Do you know, I, I, I can't recall any of the guys we've had we on. Yeah, we didn't ask. So we've had Trevor Senior on. We've had Martin Hicks. We've had Kevin Brenner. Yeah, we didn't ask them the question, did we? Really, no, I don't think. No, I'd be interesting to if you get somebody. Oh, somebody else on just to see if they actually talked about that well you know? I'll tell you what Trevor Senior has said he'll come back again there we go um, so save that write it down <laughs> we'll definitely I can't I don't think we asked them did we no no just a kind of so, interesting point yeah and, and then a really entertaining game um, mm-hmm. moving into October now uh, 10th game of the season was home to Chesterfield 4-2 Trevor Senior, another hat-trick. And Jerry really? Williams got the other goal. So, I don't know how many Trevor Senior's up to. Let, hold on, let me, let me count them up. Ten. So, one, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, ten. So, ten, ten games, ten goals for Trevor Senior. That's what <laughs> Trevor Senior could give you. And, yeah. you know, not the greatest player, but certainly <laughs> a goal scorer, wasn't he, that you could rely yeah. on. Um, and, and that was... You know, I think a lot of fans of a certain age will remember that game, 4-2 against Chesterfield. And then another home game played against Bolton. And if we um, if we won that game, we'd equal Spurs' record of 11 games at the start of the season. Um, and it was um, centre-back that scored the goal, Steve Wood, 1-0 
home win against Bolton Wanderers, we got the record, well, equaled Spurs' record. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. And then the game that a, a lot of Reading fans will remember. Did you go to the Newport game? Or no, you- so I was I was away. I was living down in Somerset and at school, and I was you know didn't have the income or the, the parents that would give me a lift. <laughs> but there must be a oh, lot of people that are listening to this. So you you grew up in Reading, did you? And then moved away. Oh, mate, that's another podcast. My my, my moving stories. <laughs> I was born in Reading, but lived there till I was five, and then then moved around with my dad's work and stuff. So all over the shop. Somerset, yeah. Dorset, Norway, a few others. Norway? Watch the Mon- yeah, and even watched the Mighty Montrose for a year back in the late 70s. There you go. <laughs> you watched the what, sorry? Mighty Montrose up in Scotland. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't there. Well, I, I can't remember how many away games I went to. There's one later in the season that I went to that I kind of regret going to. Um, I think I, I went to that one, but we'll, we'll come to that. Um, it wasn't, wasn't the the proudest day of that season that's for sure but uh, we'll we'll get on to that so you know we've beaten um, Chesterfield 4-2 another 1-0 win this time against Bolton Steve Wood gets that goal to equal the record um, and I think that that kind of gets lost you know you and we had the the 1-0 win away to Doncaster Mark White got got that goal and going all the way back to the start Blackpool 1-0 Plymouth yeah. 1-0 you know, Jerry Williams gets the first goal. You're not thinking about records at that point. You're just hoping you're going to win the first game of the season. But without those players getting those vital goals and, and Steve Wood, I think, you know, everyone kind of remembers. Um, I think the game, the game that really sticks out in that run, obviously, is is the Newport game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the following game, you know, we extended, we broke broke the record at Newport and we extended it you know, in the following game, but the, the game to equal the record and the game to extend the record, I think they, they get a little bit lost compared to the drama of what happened at, at Newport and yeah. took a load of fans up to, to Newport and, and I went there and I got got the programme. I managed to get the players to sign the programme. <laughs> still got that somewhere. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, Stuart Bevan and Kevin Bremner and there's that famous picture of them together. Well, famous in, in a Reading yeah, yeah. It's still iconic though. Like again, little old Reading. Still got well, yeah, records. it is. No, actually, you you say that, and it's it's still the record, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, obviously, I think Spurs have still got the top flight record, so I think that's the the record for number mm. of wins. You know, eleven wins at the start of the season um, for a top flight flight club, and then I think I've got a feeling um, when Reading were going for the record of wins at the start of the season. I've got a feeling Man United were were also winning a lot of games at the start of the season. I think they got up to ten. Yeah. Um I can't remember for sure, but I have a I have a feeling yeah. that, that it might have been um Man United and 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 Reading um chasing the record. Uh but of course Reading Reading got there and Man United didn't um if I've got that right. So um, that game at Newport, you know, load of Reading fans and um, yeah, just a fantastic day. You still um, remember it? Memorable day, and and that's I think you know if I did, if you say to any Reading fans what was the first win of that season, 
they might struggle to remember. You know, who did we beat to equal the record? They might struggle to remember, but kind of all Reading fans of a certain vintage, they know that we broke the record at Newport. Um, and then, so we're now the record holders. So now we've got a chance to extend the record further. And we did that. Um, and I imagine that a, a lot of Reading fans would remember that it was Lincoln away. Yeah. Um, but obviously not not as memorable as the Newport game because that's the game where we broke the record. But when we set the new record, that was away to Lincoln, 1-0, uh, third clean sheet in a row, and who else but Trevor Senior gets the goal. And then, so that's 13 wins. So we've extended the record. We've got um, 23rd of October, 1985. It's our 14th league game of the season. We're playing home to Wolverhampton Wanderers, red in the top, Wolves at bottom. Um, so we, we kind of all expected that you're going to, um, Reading are going to win that game. And and that, I don't know if you remember, I was at that game, I remember it really well. Uh, I think it was, it was an evening game under floodlights. I can't remember if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and the official attendance was something like 13,500. But I think the general consensus was it looks a lot more than 13,500, more like 20, 21, wow. 23,000. Yeah, um, squeezing. Not sure how they got away with, with that, <laughs> to, to do with gate receipts and, yeah. and, and, and that sort of stuff. But, um, but actually, that, that was one of the most memorable games that season because Wolves were bottom... I think they had Steve Bull and Andy Much playing up front, um, two big names in <laughs> history. Um, but they were bottom at the time, and it, it was two all. And um, Trevor Senior scored a, another goal. Uh, Kevin Bremner as well. Um, so, and and then after that, we're all of a sudden on a run of two games without a win, <laughs> which was um, <laughs> a bit of a change. Bit of a change. So. The following game, first defeat of the season, end of October, was away to Bury, um, 3-1. Andy Rogers scored in that game. Um, but then, so we've we've broken the record. We've we've got the set the new record, thirteen wins, uh, drew against Wolves, lost to Bury. Um, but then we go on an, another run of of three wins. So um, one nil at home to Wigan, three one at home to Notts County. And then away to York City, 1-0. And, and kind of by this time, we're thinking we're, we're going to win the league. Now, I think at that time, uh, it was Reading and Derby, I think, was second. It might have been sort of Derby second, Plymouth third. And, and then yeah. maybe it was kind of, you know, between those two. And, and, and they ended up, um, I think, Plymouth ended up finishing second and Derby ended up finishing third. Um, but yeah, it was um, uh, an interesting next kind of few weeks and, and months ahead because um, I don't know if you remember, if you weren't there, um, if you remember hearing about this game, uh, we drew one all the way to Derby who were not only promotion rivals, but title rivals. Reading were, you know, we're, a, we're ahead, yeah. but Derby were the, the team that that seemed to be posing the, the biggest challenge. 
Um, and I think that might be the game where Michael Jilt scored a brilliant goal. It, it wasn't kind of that too much of a long-range goal, but it was about... It was something like 20, 25 yards and, and it just it just went in like an arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of his one of his best goals. I, th- I think it was in that game. Again, it's a long time ago, so feel free to contact us and tell us we've got it wrong. That's fine. But that's that's my recollection. Yeah. Uh and then he scored again in, in the next game. Michael Jilks um won one nil at home to uh, Bristol City. And then 21st of December, 1985, Plymouth Argyle at home. You know, we've gone on this brilliant run, 13 wins at the start of the season. We've won a few more games, lost a couple, drawn a couple. Playing Plymouth at home, they were kind of one of the promotion contenders at that point. Um, and they went 3-0 up. And then, of course, most Reading fans will know what, what happened. So go on, Johnny, I'll let you... I'll let you know. You weren't at the game, but you no, know. No, but I remember, I remember, remember it. It was just like, wow. You know, it's one of those, even if you're not there to be a fan, to see your team come back. And I think I was, you know, looking through those games, the thing that that team had was they were able to bounce back from a poor run, weren't they? They'd lose a game, draw a game, go on yeah. a run again for a few wins, lose a game, go off again. You know, that's, that's, a, that's the sign of a good side, wasn't it? And a good manager. Yeah, but certainly in, in 1985, in the first half of that season, up until the end of December, um, only two draws and two defeats. The rest were wins. So I think prior to that Plymouth game, uh, we'd, we'd lost to we'd won three games in a row. Then we'd lost uh, a home to Darlington, which was quite an unusual to you know lost a home yeah. game two nil, and then that that one all draw uh, at Derby. But then. Um, you know, Plymouth actually was the second game of a, a another good run of four wins in a row yeah. and three clean sheets because after after Plymouth um, beat Bournemouth away one nil and Bristol Rovers away two nil, um, but that that game, I mean, you know, we're talking about the the record breaking starts of the season, but that's got to, that Plymouth game has got to be the game of of the of the entire season. It came yeah. after. That record-breaking run, of course, but uh, inspired by Kevin Bremner, 3-0 down with about 25 minutes to go. Uh, Kevin Bremner gets one of the goals. Um, I think Trevor Cini got two, and there was a penalty. Uh, yeah. and I think it was Dean Horrocks. Uh, again, um, Not my memory is not 100% sure, and we're looking at some of the stats here, but we're just hoping and relying that, that they are correct in terms of the goal scorers. So, yeah, four four three. Probably the two the two highlights in terms of games that season were Newport away and yeah. um, four three against Plymouth. Um so to go up to the end of December nineteen eighty five, um we're now up to you know pretty much midway through the season, finished the year with uh, two away wins, two clean sheets away. Um top I'm pretty sure we yeah, we must have been top of the table and no, quite a few points clear at, at that point. But you still had Derby and Plymouth yeah. sort of in, in contention. So the rest of the season, uh, it was it was a bit of a dip in form, wasn't yeah. it? In, yeah. Into the 
into January and, and February and March, quite a few wins there. And actually, you know, from the 1st of January, because there were games, it was quite traditional to play games on New Year's Day. Um, and New Year's Day 1986, we lost at home to Gillingham and we drew the next two. And then, And then this is the game I referred to up. Um, earlier, I think I went to this game away to Walsall, <laughs> six nil defeat. Um, yeah, two two games w- without any goals for Reading, but then a um, couple of good wins away: Swansea three two away, Chesterfield four three away. Um, a memorable game for for any Reading fans that were there, and Trevor Senior was still scoring at that point. Um, now, I don't know if you remember earlier, in one of the earlier podcasts, I mentioned that I sponsored a game. Um, yes, I do. Uh, Steve Wood and Martin Martin Hicks um, scored, but and they did that on quite a, a regular basis. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Newport at home did the double, both games 2-0. Steve Wood and Martin Hicks both scored in that game. Steve Wood scored again. The following game, home to Rotherham, 2-1. Trevor Senior got the other goal. Um, and then the rest of the season, it was a bit of a, a mixed bag. But I think we, if we sort of take it right to the end of the season now, it was Derby that really had the only possibility of catching Reading. Um, and in, into the end of April now, and, and Reading had two home games to go. They had Derby at home and then... Bristol City away and Doncaster Rovers at home. So um, the the Derby game at home was really important because um, they were the, the title rivals, Derby. And yeah. uh, it was a 1-0 win. Trevor Senior scored the goal. So that pretty much, um, I don't think it mathematically secured us a title, but it, it was then very, you know, yeah. very, very tricky for for Derby to, to catch us. And, and all these years later, obviously we've, we've been Derby's rivals this last season, but for different reasons. Um, and, and finished with, we lost three nil away to Bristol city and then finished the season um, with two goals from Trevor senior, um, Doncaster Rovers at home, two nil. That, that was a, a good game as well. That was a celebration really. Yeah. Um, you know, winning the league. So, so that's a kind of summary of the record-breaking start and the rest of the season. So fan- fantastic season. Um, and how long had you been a Reading fan by then, Johnny? I first, well, the first proper game I went to was 1981. Wait, I think it was 81, where it I think it was a cup game, so mm. nil-nil. But obviously in those, you know, those days, you, I, I couldn't go to games. I was at school and, and you know, the usual things. My dad, we were overseas a lot. But, you know, it was my team and I followed them and, you know, pretended to be them in those computer games on the Commodore 64. <laughs> you know, I think I played, I think I said before, I played a game as a football management game. You know, on Commodore 64, the lights used to flash and it was a goal for Reading to be this team. And it was all text. But that was a, like that was my little kind of identity with the team at the time. But, you know, obviously didn't have the chance to, to be there. But, you know, that, you know, being a Reading fan, it doesn't matter, does it, where you, you live. It's, it's your team, it's your team and it's your blood. And to see, you know, to be able to speak to these guys now from that era that I couldn't watch yeah. that season, it really, you know, brings it back to me as a, wow, what a time to be a fan. I mean, to get, that is, I think that is still my favourite. It's my first 
sort of proper season as a Reading fan. I think it's still my favourite season, if I'm being completely honest. Um, you know, it was, we haven't, obviously the 106 season broke a, broke a different record for most number of points. Um, but it's just, and obviously you remember that time of your life and yeah, yeah. stuff that you're doing as well. So, a really it's a different era of football, wasn't it? You know, Elm Park yeah, was well, a really, really special time. And and then also, um, one thing that that kind of slipped my memory actually, and I looked at the final table, I kind of assumed that it was Derby that finished second, but it wasn't. It was Plymouth, um, and I'm not sure how that happened because I always remember Derby being the the closest rivals yeah. of of Reading throughout the season, but but actually Reading Reading finished on. 94 points actually out of 46 games they they did actually lose 10 but they'd done enough in the first half of the season yeah yeah um and and then um Plymouth were second uh on 87 points so seven points behind and Derby were third on 84 points so in those days no playoffs so Reading Plymouth and Derby all, all went up to the yeah, division and I remember I used to get West Country TV or whatever it's called then we used to have highlights of the Plymouth games on so you had the highlights of when uh, Reading played the so that was kind of like my two live games of the season <laughs> you know, right, okay. um, so, so you know it's, it's a different era wasn't it yeah so the uh, let's talk about the cup games that season obviously it was all about the record breaking start Reading won the league but um, did alright in the FA Cup not in the other two cups and we'll, we'll come to that but in the FA Cup um Got to the fourth round um, and lost in a replay to Berry. Um, but going back to the, the first round, I do kind of vaguely remember this game. It was home home to Wealdstone. I think they were in the conference at the time. Yeah. And I've looked up, I found the programme from that game. And Vinnie Jones was in the squad. And in, you know, know, in the programme, you get the squad from the other team. Yeah. Um, But in the programme, he's named as Vincent Jones, I think. Um, (laughs) Something something like that. And then I can tell, I'm looking at the programme now, I can tell you, and it'd be amazing if, if this person's listening. So the match mascot that day was Peter Tucker, who was 10 years old um, from Thatcham. So, Peter Tucker, if you're listening, hello. You're obviously a lot older than 10 now. Um, <laughs> Get in touch. Yeah, so so Vinnie Jones was named in the squad, um, but, you know, you used to get the, uh, the home and away, the 11 on the back, yeah. didn't you, of the programme? He's not... He's not in the eleven, so I can't remember if he played, but obviously Vinnie Jones used to play for uh, Wealdstone um, before moving on to Wimbledon and Chelsea and uh, Leeds, of course. Um, but I don't know if he played in, in that game. So, um, beat Wealdstone in the first round, uh, Hereford in the second round, um, beat Huddersfield in, in the third round after a replay, um, thanks to a couple of goals from Trevor Senior. And then drew against Berry in the fourth round, but lost three nil. Um, as for the the League Cup and the Associate Members Cup, well, we might as well forget about those um, <laughs> because very early on in in the season, we played Bournemouth in the 
um, in the first round of the League Cup and it was two legs and they actually beat and Bournemouth beat us in, in two legs. And I think I think they were singing, can we play you every week? Um, lost, the, lost the first game at home, 3-1. That was in August, um, you know, during the record-breaking run. And then uh, 2-0 away, so 5-1 on aggregate, pretty bad. Not as bad as the Associate Members Cup. Um, so uh, we played two games in that. We lost... Um, 5-0 to Bournemouth away, 3-0 to Leighton Orient at home. I think it's fair to say we probably weren't taking it too seriously and, and the kind of appearance <laughs> stats would appear to back that up. Yeah. Um, take that for that season, wouldn't you? A couple of, you would a couple do. Of you would do. <laughs> um, so looking at, looking at the appearances for that season, um, there were, including the, um, the league games, so there were 46 league games, uh, and then there were 10 cup games, so 56 games in all. And I, I didn't know this until I looked it up, but no Reading player played in every game that season. But mm. that includes the two associate members cup games. So um, out of the 56 games, Gary Westwood, Steve Wood and Trevor Senior made 55 appearances, all but one. They both missed one of the... Um, associate members cup games and um, Stuart Bevan made 54 appearances Dean Horrocks 51 and then you go down the list and there was a, a real core of, of that side so going going down the, the list you've got Gary Peters was a regular as well Andy Rogers Martin Hicks Steve Richardson Jerry Williams um, by the you know, with, with these players, they did miss quite a few games. So yeah, Gary yeah. Westwood, Steve Wood and Trevor Senior, 55 appearances. And then, you know, Steve Richardson, I do remember them as bit, you know, Steve Richardson, Jerry Williams, Colin Bailey, those sort of players. I kind of do remember them being regulars, but actually Steve Richardson, 38 games, Jerry Williams, 37, Colin Bailey, 34. So they missed quite quite a lot of the games. Shows um, what a depth and squad they had there, wasn't it? Good squad, you know, not just the first it, 11. It was, and, and Kevin Bremner got injured, but he wasn't a big squad. It was only sort of 21, 22 yeah. players, I think, in total, including Terry Herlock, who came in later in the season. And you and you had a, f- a few players who were sort of reserves, really. So Brian Roberts, Dean Foster, um, Sean Reck only made one appearance. Um, Nigel Stevenson only made a few appearances. Nicky Plattner only, only eight. But then the rest of them... Um, that was the real sort of core of the of the squad and, and, the, yeah. and the team. And luckily, we didn't. I think players got a lot of knocks in those days, but they they tended to play with injuries, didn't they? Because you didn't, yeah. didn't have the the depth of squad. So, without looking, because I know you've got some information in front of you, mm. but who were we know who the top scorer was? It was Trevor Senior with thirty one goals. Without looking, Johnny. Who was what? the the next highest scorer for Reading that oh, season? Oh God! Uh, I honestly, next two. Just have a guess. I was going to say. I was going to say. Out of, does it be one of uh, Hicks or White? No, it wasn't. It was Dean Horrocks and Kevin. That's going to be too obvious. I was going to go. I was yeah, no, to... it it was obvious because you know they were. Dean Horrocks um, and Trevor Senior were, were playing when Kevin Bremner was out injured and then Kevin Bremner came back in and sort of was 
that that's why those two players, you know, didn't didn't play more games. Well, firstly, Kevin Bremner was injured, but then it was always Trevor Senior in the team. But then it was between Dean Horrocks and Kevin Bremner. So uh, between them, they got 15 goals. Yeah. Dean Horrocks got eight. Kevin Bremner got seven. And then we had a couple of wingers, um, Andy Rogers and Jerry Williams. So Andy Rogers got six goals. Jerry Williams got four. And you're right, actually, about Steve Wood. He got four goals. Um, Mike Nitz got a couple of goals. Um, Stuart Bevan got three. Mark White got three. And Michael Jilts got a couple, including that goal against Derby. It's funny, though, isn't it? Like, Andy Rogers, to me, and I could be wrong, he kind of doesn't seem to get... Like, he played 45 games that season, but he doesn't seem to get the the limelight for as, as others in that squad. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember. Um, I, I don't... I think it was that season, but I'm not 100% sure. Do you remember we played an away game? Can't remember where it was. It might have been Swansea, but I'm not sure. And he swallowed his tongue. Do you remember that? Uh, something sounds familiar. Uh, going back to my, my memory bank of old. Because my being... The only reason really that I sort of properly remember this, I think, is because um, my dad being a director, we used to go to away games. And I think, I think it was someone like Swansea and we went away and stayed away for the weekend in a, in a hotel or something like that. And, and so Andy Rogers actually went to hospital, I think. Um, and we took him, we gave him a lift home the next day. So there's a pitch, there was a picture in one of the national newspapers about him, a story yeah. about him swallowing his tongue. Wow. And um, you could, you could see Andy Rogers coming out of the, the hospital and me, my brother and, my dad and probably my mum as well. You could see us in in the picture behind as well. So yeah, we no, gave, we gave Andy, Andy Rogers a lift home. I can't even remember for sure if it was in that season. I think it, yeah. it might have been. So and then the other goal scorer that season was was Gary Peters and a couple of own goals. But yeah. um, you know that season I think still remains my favourite season for yeah. the, the record breaking start and my kind of you know magnificent introduction to being a a proper Reading fan. It's unique, um, isn't it? But you look at Trevor Senior as well as a, a goal scorer like him. Him to go through that season without hardly missing a game. Yeah. In those days of football where, you know, players were hard. Yeah. It, takes, it shows you how good he was. Yeah. And you look at the goals ratio as well. I mean, um, you know, 31 goals that season. Um, and it was, uh, what did we say? 50, he played 55 games. Yeah. Scored thirty-one goals, incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. That's... Yeah, and and twenty-seven in the league, twenty-seven out of forty-six games, uh, at least a couple of hat tricks. Um, I think he got two, two or three hat tricks that season. Both, yeah. I think it was two. Both early on in the record-breaking um, start to the season. Don't think he got hat trick after that. Actually, he got yeah. a, got a few doubles. Um, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> What a what a legend! What a goal scorer! Well, remember we talked earlier, wasn't it, about that run of um, seasons that he scored in? Yeah, and we talked that was unbelievable, wasn't it? You know, top scorer in seven seasons. So yeah, the season away uh, came back and was top scorer again for yeah. a few seasons after that. So um, yeah, for me, I you know I went to the home games, I went to some of the away games. I was at Newport, just fantastic yeah. that season and 
you know, we, we've had the 106 season, but um, to get 13 wins at the start of the season and a different time in the club's history. Yeah. Well, obviously, at yeah. Elm Park, um, it was back then a very small club um, going between sort of Division 3, Division 4. So to go up into Division 2, which is now the championship, um, you know, Ian Bramford, great manager, with Trevor Senior, Martin Hicks, Michael Gilks, Stuart Bevan, um, you know, some fantastic players and, and really kind of came together as a as a team with a lot of resilience, a lot of re- lot of character. And people um, you identified with, isn't it, as well, Mark? As fans, those guys you identify with because they're they're your players, they're our team yeah. and they play for that team. And they, you play yeah, Martin, Hicks, Martin Hicks when he came on, he said, you know, I was just not I was just a normal person. And and actually in those days you could lead a normal life outside of football. It, it, yeah. it was a bit more like a, a, a job. They were sure they were superstars to us as Reading fans, but not you know yeah. nationwide. Were they? they? They weren't regarded like that, and they could just get on. Um, you know, take the dog for a walk, and some a Reading fan might see them and just say, "Oh, hello," and you know, and yeah. all that sort of thing. And they wouldn't wouldn't have the problems, but then. Obviously, no social media back in those days. So, a few of them, if they did want to sort of get up to something, then um, they could get away with it as as well. But I, I think, like Martin Hicks was saying, Trevor Senior, they just they were sort of normal people who were playing, yeah, yeah. With them, um, and they trained hard, they worked hard. That that was a key component of the success that season. They worked really hard, and a few of them were were playing with injuries, but but also a really, really good balance if you think about the wingers with Jerry mm. Williams, Michael Jilks, Andy Rogers, um, you know, a real strong uh centre of midfield. And of course we had Trevor Senior. So mm. we were we were going to do well. It still took people by surprise, didn't it? Massively by surprise. I don't think people expected them to go up that season. Yeah, you know, I don't know. know. I don't know who started as the favourite. So I guess Derby would have been one of the favourites at the start of the season, but I don't know if Reading would have been because I think the previous season we we'd come up, hadn't we? Um I can't remember how many seasons before that we'd we'd come up and then I think the season before we we finished in the in the top half but yeah tenth tenth or yeah like that. Um, so I d I don't think Reading were were even one of the promotion favourites. No. I, I can't re- remember, but um, I think Derby were were possibly the favourites at the start of the season. But what a what a fantastic season, and, and so many great memories, including that four three against Plymouth, that iconic game as well. Yeah, I think you know it's great these these things like this and having the older players. I'm talking about the games that say, oh, you know, I wasn't able to be there. But for folks that weren't there and the younger generations that weren't born in 86 you know it's an era that I think is very special that you know yeah, that I'd love to hear about because it's not about the money it's not about the Majeski it's it's a different world and a different time and a different culture of, of brilliant football and and of course it's worth remembering that Roger Smee was chairman and, and Roger Smee was an ex-player who only two years previously had said no I'm not going to let this merger happen <laughs> yeah. I'm going to save the club and he and he did um, and I think you've got to have a certain mentality and he did very well in business. Yeah. Um, 
So that came two years after yeah. the club was going to be merged with Oxford United. And it was only the efforts of, of Roger Smee and a few other people. And my dad was involved. Roger Ware, we've had on as a, as a guest. Graham Nicholas was the guy who told Roger, Roger Smee about, oh, did you know that um, Robert Maxwell wants to merge Reading and Oxford? And um, yeah, it, Roger Smee said, no, I'm not going to let this happen. Uh, and then two years later, he he got his reward, didn't he? Yeah, big time. So, it does make you make makes you shudder, though, doesn't it? What what could have been? Well, and it was it was going to happen, and we've yeah. we've talked about it, haven't we? Um, yeah. But yeah, just such a fantastic memory, and to to be at the Newport game and to see a lot of those those games, and you know, we've talked quite a bit about Elm Park and the atmosphere for for the for all the games, but I just kind of really remember the the midweek games under floodlights and special yeah, times happy times yeah and be great to hear what other fans think as well some of their memories from that season yeah. wouldn't it again you know you know different things that we you know people wouldn't yeah. have known about just to kind of give it another picture of what it was like to be there that's it different different time but uh i think some of the the key factors that season as as we've mentioned um hard work um, resilience, character, all those things that fans want from players. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's it. Enjoyed talking about that. Enjoyed reminiscing and remembering that fantastic season, some of those fantastic games. And if you've enjoyed listening to that, we've we've mentioned uh, Trevor Senior, Martin Hicks and Kevin Bremner. And you can, of course, go back and, and listen to those, those episodes um, earlier in Series 1. So they're still available as are all of our episodes. So um, if you want to listen to any of the episodes with with any of the former players that we've had, including Trevor Senior, Martin Hicks and Kevin Bremner, feel free to do so and hope you enjoy them. Okay, so that's it. Enjoyed talking about that. Enjoyed reminiscing and remembering that fantastic season, some of those fantastic games. Um, And on tomorrow's episode, we'll be taking a look back at uh, yesterday's legends game so talking of legends we'll we'll be doing that tomorrow talking about um the the game yesterday so join us from 6 30 p.m tomorrow for that um thanks for for listening thanks for to you johnny for for joining me for another chat another trip down memory lane yeah. sports social podcast network